Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I am so thrilled to be here with you. Every morning I'm thrilled. I am. I'm totally, utterly thrilled every morning. I love mornings. Morning is my time. I'm watching the pink sunrise underneath the cloudy sky, which is maybe snow heavy, maybe. And there's some beautiful birds out, which I don't even know what they are. Oh, I think they're morning doves. They're morning doves. They're just beautiful. And um, it was just hard to see them. We got three baby squirrels trucking around. They must have been late births um, in the summer or no, in the fall. No. Yeah, in the fall, maybe. They must have been late anyway, because they're not very big at all. <clears throat> Great view. And I have you to, uh, to be with this morning. So I, it's a strange thing what I want to delve into. And, I, and this is going to take just a little bit of getting to know me better, too. <clears throat> so I am this uh, kind of person who has always checked in with her heart with my you know, connection to source to feel truth. I've done that my whole life. Um, I, I don't care so much about what I can remember. I don't care what, I, um, what people tell me if it doesn't ring true with my heart. So I can disregard and throw away everything extra that just does not have any pertaining. Uh-oh, Toulouse wants to go outside. And you know what? I did not do the stairs yet. The kid is in for some bad news. Oh my God, it's, oh, 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 someone did the stairs for him. I don't know if I did it or Bella did it. This is so crazy. I don't know how the stairs got done. Maybe I did it. I don't think I did. Anyway, Toulouse is out back. <laughs> Going potty where he likes to go. All right, cool. Um, so the reason I'm giving you this background on me is I want you to understand that while I don't have any sort of proof or anything, the proof I have is that when I feel into my truth, I can hear the truth. I can, I can see it. I know that the, the bigger picture is ringing true for me in this way. So, so that said, like, I'm not going to be one of those people who's going to go and pull like scientific evidence, even though I know it's out there and there's plenty of it. And I'm sure you've all heard it and I can refer to it in a broad way, but I will not be like worrying about like who did what and, you know, what, what, I don't know, tests they proved and, oh boy, 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 is it slippery out. Got some ice outside. Okay. So that said, now I want to delve into the idea of today, which is about internet and we could even throw television in there. I don't feel like landline phones are the same thing. I think this is an optical kind of situation. And um, so being an optical situation, uh, let's see. 
what am I talking about? Internet. Okay, so we have these forms of powerful communication and they give us all this wisdom, but they are disconnecting us from our hearts. They're disconnecting us from our bodies. Now that's a double whammy. And I have felt this my whole life. I mean, I watched TV as a kid and if it weren't for my hypervigilance, worrying about my mom catching us watching TV, um, we, uh, we would have been sucked in and we were sucked in, I'm sure, but we, we just weren't allowed to watch it that much. But, um, as I got older, I realized that when I sat in front of a television, I couldn't connect with my body. So that disconnect, and I don't think I'm unusual. I just think maybe some people don't notice it because they're not that connected to their bodies. They're not listening to their bodies say, get up and move. They're not, you know, on a genuine, you know, on an everyday basis anyway, they're not hearing their body's communication center. But it is so important if you're going to connect through to your heart and your heart wisdom that you become ever vigilant about listening to what this body wants. You know, if it wants to move, you move. If it wants to lie down, you lie down. If it wants to eat a brownie, you eat a brownie. If it wants a banana, you eat a banana. And you see, I'm not discriminating there. I'm not saying that your body, um, that your body is like gonna screw up your life and make it miserable. You know, like, oh, I will only eat seaweed, you know? No, it's really cool stuff. It's really cool stuff because then when you're able to hyper listen to your body, it's where your telepathy begins to like really happen because it's like the body is the tool. It comes through this organic computer. If you can be in it, if you can be in harmony and balance with it, that's where the telepathy comes through. So I don't, I am working to minimize my, uh, what do you call it? Technology. I am so going in that direction and I would love to get rid of it altogether, but until we have, um, telepathy, (laughs) I don't know how to reach people. Otherwise, you know, like uh, it would be great if I could hire someone to do it, but then it's, I don't know. It's like, I won't eat sugar, but I'll have someone else eat it for me. I, I don't know. Like, is that the answer? Um, but I do minimal, like my podcast is a very limited kind of interaction, which I love. I don't spend a lot of time figuring out the the statistics and the, all that background stuff. I I don't even worry about it. That's just done. You know, I don't worry about it. Maybe someday someone will, but I don't. And so let's get back because all my life I've so known that television would disconnect me from the moment. So my entire adult life, I have refused to have televisions in my house. And it doesn't mean they didn't show up, you know, like I've, I've lived with other people. Um, I'm living with Ursula now. She has a TV almost in every room, but they're not on. They're not on. She, she, I am imagining she would expect to see me and Bella sitting in the living room all the time using the television, but we don't, we're not even drawn to do it. It's not even a part of our lifestyle. Um, Ursula does include it in her lifestyle. God bless her. She loves it. There's people she visits that through the TV and that's great. Um, and she's also beautiful and she's noticing what things make her feel good and what things make her feel heavy. And she's making those adjustments too. Oh my gosh. Toulouse is insisting on my attention today. His normal all lay down and relax while you do your podcast is not happening. The kid is hungry. He's feeling better. Last few days, he's had a little bit of a tummy issue. Now, God bless him, he's all better. 
and he wants meat. Gosh darn it. I want meat. Mm. All right. So now I got him in my lap. We'll see how long that lasts. So, um, I think it is, it is so important, so important to start cutting out the internet, cutting out, um, television, these things that visually short circuit our systems and cut off our connection to our bodies and our hearts. So uh, this is, gosh, this is radically important. This is a huge split coming up ahead. I mean, it's like, I don't know if you remember like images back in the day when TVs first came out and there were people refusing to put them in their house because they knew they had this, this sense of what they did. They disconnected families. Families used to talk at the dining room table. I mean, people aren't even meeting at the dining room table anymore, much less con- communicating at the dining room table. But back in the 50s and the 40s, people were at that dining room table two, three times a day, joining together, you know, uh, gathering and discussing their day, sharing um, with one another. And when TVs came about, I don't know whose grand idea was to put it in the dining room, but I think that it just overwhelmed them and they couldn't think. Like, I think it overwhelmed them and they couldn't stand to miss something. Because back then, <laughs> there was no recorders, there was no, <coughs> there was no recorders and there was no reruns. So, <clears throat> so they were glued to it. You know, people were probably talking about things all the time. There was soap operas. Uh, maybe not that early, but they put them in the, in the dining rooms. And when it happened, people stopped communicating. You know, you can't think for yourself if you're, if you're projected out of the body in Piers Anthony's books, uh, no, not Piers. Yeah. Piers Anthony did a series called the Xanth series. And in there he has this plant and it's this gourd. I can't remember if it's called the night gourd or something, but anyway, he has this gourd plant and it has a peephole on it. And when people look into it, their soul goes into it and they're locked into this world, this other world they're traveling in and it's scary. And in order to get out, they almost have to sell part of their soul. <clears throat> That's if they can get out and they can't even get out until they're disconnected from the gourd. So someone else has to come along and cut that vision off. And if they don't do it soon enough, then the person's soul is lost anyway. And I kind of feel like we've got that going on with, uh, with television and gaming and all these digital things that are affecting the brain, you know, creating digital brain activity versus analog brain activity. And I don't know if one is better than the other if you have access to your heart center. Like perhaps it's just as great to have a digital processing center in your, in your brain. Oh my God, the baby squirrels are so cute. They're running around the trees. So maybe it's just as good, right? However, when you're engaged in the Wi-Fi, in the media, in the TV, it is a total disconnect, you know, and that's why, you know, I funny because, you know, you know, this study too. And like I said, I don't know who did it or what, blah, 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 or when, but the study showed that if people eat in front of a television, they eat faster and they eat more because they don't notice their bodies are full. This is what I'm talking about. There's study after study that shows that we're disconnected. <clears throat> and if you're listening to this, I know you are looking for 
like tools. And I'm going to tell you, one of the tools is to minimize. Now I heard someone speak yesterday and he was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. It was so inspiring and it just rang true with my heart. And that's, what's bringing this up too. And it was a priest in Italy and, <coughs> and he was saying that, oh, this is great. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Just a second. Oh my goodness. Just one. He was phenomenal. And he just said that um, when we are engaged in internet things, we are not engaged in what's real. And what's real is what matters. What's real is where we're supposed to be. And that was like another element. And I have also said this to people. What is real is what's around you like immediately around you. And so many people are just reaching so far out and then getting scared by something that is not their reality. Their reality is their, their home. It is their property. It's their, their people they run into on the street. It's the traffic they run into going to the grocery store. And if we kept that as our anchor and it's, it's just not. So we're going into this other real thing. When we have people around us, we have experience right here right now to be experiencing and that is what is the experiences that we're having in our daily lives are part of our journey this going out of touch with ourselves and with the world and with our bodies is not assisting in our experience so it it's just really good to consider like how would your life be like, imagine, close your eyes and imagine no internet, imagine no cell phone. And I don't think it's going to get to that. Like I can't, I want to throw all the stuff away, but until I'm living in a little community where I can go next door to get bread and I can, you know, whatever, I can go down the street and get our supplies. It's not going to happen. Uh, but in the meantime, just imagine the reduction of it. Imagine it being a tool, like a hammer that's in a closet most of the time. And then occasionally you get it out and use it. Imagine if the computers were at the libraries and that was the only place to use them. All right. We've gotten into these almost like habits, <clears throat> sometimes seeming necessary and often not, you know. Uh, so they used to have this, this thing about screen time with children. If kids were on a screen for an hour, they need to be outside for an hour. Well, what happened to that? You know, um, I know one school system in uh, New Jersey that's only having school till noon. God bless them with COVID because the kids are homeschooling. The rest of the day, the kids get to play. They play outside. They do what they want. At that point, it's up to the parents. Bella's school is all day. It gets dark around 4, 35 o'clock. She's in school till after 3. So, And she's on a computer all that time. So where's the outside time? How is she balancing that? You know, it's not really happening. <clears throat> so I think uh, there is so much to be gained from minimizing these things in our lives. And I have felt it. My experience is that the less I'm on it, the more in touch with my higher self I am, the more attuned to consciousness I am, the clearer I hear my answers. You know, it's just oh, so amazing. The inspiration's coming, the telepathy's coming. <clears throat> And I want us all to have access to that, but we have to have the ability to go within. And if we have been denying our body its voice for a long time, first we have to reconnect before we can even go within. 
Because what are we going within? Something we've resisted, it's not going to work. We have to reconnect. We have to love ourselves, love our bodies. <sighs> and then everything just follows. But if you're being sucked in, and I maybe you're voluntarily going and you think, oh, but this is my job and I have to do this. The thing is, the um, amount of time, I believe, that we're on computers directly relates to how difficult it can be to connect with our hearts, you know, to connect within and to hear our bodies. So um, it's no joke that someone who's sitting around watching TV all day has no energy, has, has no will to get up, has no movement. You know, when I, in my past, have been really active and someone wants me to watch a movie, I like could not sit still for it. I could not sit still because I would be listening to my body and my body was having none of it. My body would be like, get up, move, go, da, 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 da. I can't sit for this. It, it just, it, it wasn't worth the exchange because my real life was so delicious that what did this have to offer? And people are coming into relationship with these characters who don't exist. They are not real and yet their mind doesn't know the difference. And so all of these things become real to them. We have a limited capacity in our mind for real. And if we're going to use that to serve us, we have to keep it in the present, in the now, and not be scattering it out into the whatever, the nothing. You know, we want to keep it on our families. We want to keep it on our pets and our loved ones and our friends, our homes, and our alignment. So... I don't know if that resonated for anybody. I'm really happy to have this, like, I don't know, this renewal, this remembering, because it feels so good. It just absolutely feels so good. You know I love you. I want you to have an absolutely wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or... 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.